Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Romans chapter 2 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review a few key takeaways and we're going to end our session with a prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Romans 2, God's Righteous Judgment. You, therefore, have no excuse. You pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them, and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of His kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when His righteous judgment will be revealed. For God will repay each person according to what they have done. To those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good first for the Jews, then for the Gentile, for God does not show favoritism. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law, for it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are a law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the requirements for the law are written on their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts sometimes accusing them, and at other times even defending them. This will take place on the day when God judges people's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. The Jews and the Law Now you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and boast in God, if you know His will and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, a light for those who are in the dark, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of little children, because you have in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then, who teaches others, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision has value if you observe the law, but if you break the law, you have become as though you had not been circumcised. So then, if you who are not circumcised keep the law's requirements, would they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? The one who is not circumcised 
physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you who, even though you have the written code and circumcision, are a lawbreaker. A person is not a Jew who is one only outwardly, nor is circumcision merely outward and physical. No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart, by the Spirit, not by the written code. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from God. So let's look at a few takeaways here. Basically, Paul is telling the Jews not to pass judgment because they will be judged by one much more righteous than they could ever hope to be, by God, who's flawless. He's also saying that to be a Jew because you obey the law, you're under the law, you've been circumcised, doesn't mean anything. That God will show favor to the Gentile if that Gentile is obey, obedient to God's law. And so therefore, in reality, God has no favorites. So if you obey the law, you become his favorite. But if you disobey the law, you're not under his grace any longer. You're set apart from God. For God cannot coexist with sin. So he's basically saying that to be a Jew, you have to be a Jew inwardly, not outwardly. That you have to be circumcised, not physically, but circumcised of the heart, spiritually. So let us really reflect on those words as we go throughout the day. Let us end our session with a short prayer. Father God, thank you for revealing your word to our hearts. Thank you for speaking into our hearts with these words that just flood our brains, our bodies, our spirit with the knowledge that it is not a set of rules that makes us your son and your daughters. Lord, it is our obedience to you. It is our obedience to the laws you've written in our hearts, Lord, to the fact that we need to accept Jesus as our Savior, as the one who came down from the heavens to lay his life on the cross for our sins so that he could bear those sins and pay the price that we have been allowed to forego. We have been given grace. We have been forgiven so that we can stand in your presence with our sins washed away. Lord, we thank you for this incredible gift that you have given us through your son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Romans 2. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.